Hey there everyone, Jill here in the pickle jar and today I'm going to do my best to describe to you, explain to you the spoon theory of chronic illness if you've never heard about that uh, and then I'm going to do my best to express how I feel it relates to someone living with adrenal insufficiency but before we get to that I want to first say thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone for tuning into the pickle jar podcast because we have reached over 30,000 downloads over 65 countries so thank you so much for the support and all the feedback that I get I truly appreciate it and my YouTube channel chronically fit Canada last night hit a little milestone as well over a thousand subscribers which is um, huge for me so thank you if you've never checked out the YouTube channel please do so I will put the note um, the link in the show notes for you as well so and and of course, you can watch this video there as well. I post all the videos from the podcast on the YouTube channel. So um, so let's get to the spoon theory of chronic illness. Um, it was created in 2003 by U.S. writer and blogger Christine Miseradino. And I'm absolutely horrible at pronouncing names. So I truly apologize because I'm sure I messed that up. Where she wanted to express to a friend what it felt like living with lupus. So it became a metaphor that each spoon represents a unit of energy for daily tasks so she grabbed some spoons and proceeded to explain to her friend that everything that she did in a day cost her a spoon now someone without a chronic illness has limitless spoons um, but when you have a chronic illness we need to kind of ration our spoons we need to plan things out to make sure um, we have enough energy to do what we need to do one thing I love about this theory is that she uses the word um, daily tasks because Daily tasks run us low all the time and they come first. And then everything else on top of that takes even more spoons from us. Okay. So, and then once we're out of spoons, depending on your illness, you're out of spoons and sometimes rest, rest doesn't usually replace the spoons like they do for everyone else. Okay. So, so that's kind of the basics theory of the spoon theory. So it's become, um, you know, people call them spells spoonies. So you might hear that, that, that term. Um, so that's what, that's what a spoonie is. Okay. We are spoonies here living with adrenal insufficiency. So now to apply this to adrenal insufficiency, what I think is really important is that we do a quick review of how cortisol works in the body. Now, so whether you have primary adrenal insufficiency, like I do, or if you have secondary adrenal insufficiency, um, you know, the cause that created the condition is different, but in the end, we're all treated the same. Um, basically, you know, cortisol is the main hormone that we need to be replaced. Um, and we take different forms of steroids to accomplish that. So, um, so let's kind of review how cortisol works in the body. And often people will say to me, oh, well, you know, because people have, you know, their knowledge of cortisol. So it's just really lack of education right now. What people know about cortisol is it's the stress hormone, which that is a very small role of what cortisol does in the body. Yes, it's part of the stress hormones. And when you're under stress, you produce more cortisol. Um, basically, you are producing more spoons. Um, but it actually functions in every cell in our body, every 30 trillion cell cells have a receptors for cortisol. And people will often say to me, Oh, well, if you don't take your meds, you know, you know, well, what happens? How do you feel? Well, what happens is, um, eventually, I'm going to die. So um, <laughs> because every it affects every system in the body. And eventually, all those systems 
shut down because they don't have their fuel to run. So, so basically how cortisol works is it's kind of like a furnace in your house. You have your thermostat that, you know, you've set the temperature of what is normal for your house. And then you have your furnace. So when the temperature, when the thermostat notices that the temperature is starting to drop in the house, it sends a signal down to the furnace to create more heat to bring the temperature back up to the normal range. Okay. So cortisol works exactly the same in the body between the brain and the adrenal glands. And it uses a hormone ACTH from the pituitary to do this. So um, again, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just giving you the best information I can right now. Okay. So, um, so basically there's normal levels in the blood. Okay. Um, for cortisol levels. And those are my spoons. Okay. Those are your spoons. And then when that starts to dip too low, because you know what, um, you know, cortisol does, like I said, runs everything. So it's every, your immune system, um, your digestion, repair, breathing, walking, running, laughing, smiling, driving, injuries, illness, your heart beating, every organ, every function uses that cortisol. Okay. So if one of those systems, any of those systems, it can be multiple systems at once. They're, they're going to be taking that cortisol out of the blood at different rates because it needs it and it's going to take it when it needs it. Okay. And then when you run low, when a person without adrenal insufficiency and have normal adrenal glands runs low, the brain's going to detect that they're going to say, okay, we're going too low. We need more cortisol. We better let those adrenal glands on top of the kidneys know to produce some more. It sends the ACTH hormone from the pituitary gland down to the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands say, oh, she needs more cortisol. It produces more cortisol. When that cortisol reaches a high enough level and the brain's happy with what's in the blood, that ACTH hormone comes down, the adrenal glands stop producing cortisol and the cycle just continues. So someone with, um, with what I have, I have adrenal insufficiency, my adrenal glands stopped working. So the brain kept telling the adrenal glands, um, hello, she needs more cortisol. She's out of spoons. And, uh, and the adrenal glands kept saying, well, I can't do it anymore. And it took more and more ACTH to basically scream at the adrenal glands. And eventually the adrenal glands were amazing. They, they were able to function until about 90%. They were destroyed um, by my immune system. And then they just couldn't do it anymore. Okay. And then that's when I got really started to get really, really sick. And the symptoms really started to present themselves before that, you know, it wasn't as obvious they were there looking back, but, um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Okay. So cortisol, let's relate it now to the spoon theory. Now that you know how the brain regulates. Um, so basically someone with adrenal insufficiency, we take our meds our cortisol through our medication. So different forms of steroids. And I think it's really important if you are not aware yet how your meds metabolize in your body, it's going to really help you correlate how you feel and your quality of life um, to your levels, okay? Because they all metabolize different. All the steroids last for a longer period of time in our blood. So basically someone, the human body, brain, thermostat, blood regulation, hormones, it regulates it on itself. So it's usually it's called, you know, like homeostasis, it always tries to find that perfect balance. 
So now, you know, someone with adrenal insufficiency, we don't have that perfect balance because we're taking a med and it's dissolving into our system. It's going into our blood. And like all medication, it goes up, it peaks and it comes down. Okay. So those are people I use the infusion pump now. So it's, it's better regulated because it's, it's a slower process and it's in me continuously, continuously over a 24 hour period. Um, but somebody who is taking their steroids orally. So basically what they're happening is they're taking in their spoons to run those 30 trillion cells. That's a lot of employees. Okay. Let's think of this as an employee. We got 30 trillion employees that are depending on a little pill that we're putting into our mouths. So we're giving those little 30 trillion cells their spoons for the day and everything that they do just to keep us alive. So daily tasks of breathing, digesting food, walking around, repairing cells, um, building muscle. I mean, you name it. Okay. Those spoons are flying out the door. Okay. And then you add in the fact that we need to live <laughs> to talk to people. We need to socialize, um, you know, walking, running, crying, laughing, all those things that we do, you go to work, um, draw driving for me really sucks out my spoons. Um, if we have an illness or an injury, it's all using those spoons and our brain can't produce more spoons for us. We run out of spoons extremely, extremely quickly. So, um, and because it's regulated by medication, there's certain times of days where we're low in spoons. So you probably can feel when you take your meds that there's like a peak of energy. Um, when you got all your spoons, okay. You take that med and within a couple hours, all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're full of spoons and you have a little pep in your step. And then all of a sudden those spoons start to, our spoons start to go without us doing anything. Okay. Cause the cortisol is coming out of our body and all those employees are starting to slow down productivity because they can't do it at the rate that they need to, because they don't have the energy source that they need to. Um, and same thing, if you're up late at night or or, you know, because most of our, our meds are lower in the evening because that's the natural process. Your cortisol naturally lowers. But if we have something to go out to and something to do, we don't have the spoons to do it. And we need to learn, you know, through conversations with our medical team about how we adjust our spoons, our medication for our lifestyle. Very, very key for quality of life for this illness. And not only for you know, and my theory always is if we feel good and our quality of life feels good, that means we are far away from an adrenal crisis. Okay. Because as we run out of spoons, that's the scary thing about a, living with adrenal insufficiency. When we run out of spoons, it's taking us towards a potential adrenal crisis. Okay. And then when we are experiencing, you know, something stressful in the body, like an illness or an injury, those spoons go fast. So it's very, very important when someone is experiencing a flu or, or absolutely anything. Um, I had a friend with Addison's message me last night. She has a bladder infection, you know, like, you know, right there, we always have to manage both worlds. We need to manage the bladder infection and what's going on there. And then she's got to be mindful of her adrenal insufficiency. And now she's updosing her meds so that she doesn't, so she can fight the infection and she can also keep her spoons up so that she doesn't go into an adrenal crisis as well. So 
so many things to think about when you have um, adrenal insufficiency and the spoon theory, because it's not just one system, it's the entire body. And it will lead to, you know, it will lead to the body shutting down if we don't manage those spoons. So we have to be extremely, extremely careful and very, very mindful. So, um, so that is the spoon theory. And I hope I did it justice. If you had never heard of it, you can Google it. We are all spoonies, but I do believe that having adrenal insufficiency, it makes us special spoonies because, um, when we run out of spoons, we completely run out of spoons. And I know one thing I love about this podcast is when I connect with you guys and the feedback that I get is that it validates what we all feel. Cause I do believe it's a very unique experience that we feel um, when we go low cortisol and it's very, very hard to explain to people what it feels like when you feel every cell, all those 30 trillion cells deplete and that they are struggling and it's very, very scary. And some of you have described it as like a vibration in your body and you can just feel it just from your head to your toe. You can feel it everywhere. And I remember when I went for like seven years ago, when I started the infusion pump treatment, um, after a few weeks, my doctor asking me, like, he's like, well, how do you feel? Like, you know, you know, what's going on? And I just remember very simply saying to him, it's like, for the first time, like, and I didn't realize how long this had been going on. Because when you're when you're have an illness, you forget what normal feels like. And um, that struggle inside was was now my normal. And I remember saying to him, like, I just, I can't describe what it feels like. I'm like, it's like every cell in my body is saying, thank you. I can feel the commotion, the chaos, the war zone. I can feel like I could feel all 30 trillion employees <laughs> taking a deep breath and saying, finally, we don't have to fight so hard for her. And it's scary it's very scary to know that your body does that. Um, but it's, it's also very amazing to know that my body can do that. So, so yes. So every cell in your body runs on cortisol. It works like a furnace system. People without a chronic illness um, can produce more cortisol. They can produce more, more, more spoons, but people with, adrenal insufficiency, everything that we do in our day from just keeping alive and then trying to live a life uses up spoons and our body can't replace those spoons. We need to learn. We need to educate. We need to advocate for our quality of life. So um, again, piece together how you feel. I believe how I feel my quality of life gives the picture it's the pieces of the puzzle it tells me how many spoons I have to live the life that I want and and keep fighting for that quality of life because it is possible so um thank you thank you again for helping me reach over 30,000 plays downloads on this podcast 
And thank you so much for subscribing to the YouTube channel. And until next time, please be well, my pickles.